Alright, hello everybody and welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 49, the one where Bob has to now run over here from the computer because his iPad uh, has no battery. You just mute my computer? It's not my computer, man. I don't touch another man's gadget. Should I move the light back or... <laughs> Doesn't matter, it's just like, fucking, do whatever it wants to do. Alright, I mean, I, you know, trying to run a professional outlet here. I don't know what, you know, try to dog and pony show you're running. We're the Wolf dogs? Den. Do you have dogs? I wish. We're the wolf den. What up? Uh, Kool-Aid Kicks with Fred, with Jason Todd, what up, Live to Rock, what Jonathan, up? Jonathan Garcia. Flaz Hazard. <laughs> Matt AJ. Lisco. Fred Bushy. Atten. My dry bread. Caloric. Gray man. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Well, wolf den live. Episode 49. Uh, oh, my iPad works now. Hooray! Uh, no, I don't need anything on here. Oh, it's just doing Apple ID required. All this other stuff. That's that's what happens, man. You live in a closed eco- ecosystem. I got a new computer. You did. It's very it's very pretty. This is a new computer. It's very pretty. Uh, yep. That's about all. Go- that's that's all. I, that's <laughs> all I could say about it. Uh, it's stupid. A lot of a lot about it's stupid. Really, but I got it because it's the new one. Yeah. And it's still a better deal than so, the last year's one. So what aren't you liking about it? I'm getting used to it. Yeah. Um, it's super light. The problem is mm-hmm. that it's top-heavy. So when you're taking a dump, it falls over. Okay. You know? So you don't... You can have like this, I guess. Yeah. But it's close to your junk. See, this is why I prefer... <laughs> tablets for bathroom usage yes. because... no this is a made this is the pooper yeah. right here yeah so why do you yeah. why do you bring your laptop in then i guess Sometimes if you're, you if, you're your if you're doing work yeah uh also the keys i don't know if you play with these keys the no little... but i know they're new they're new and weird the little chiclet keys here I'm yeah gonna, i'm gonna switch accounts just type There's like no travel. Yeah, well. And I made sure I got the one without the touch bar because this touch bar is just yeah, way that, over the edge stupid. That just sounds like a dumb idea for dumb people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the Apple doesn't light up. But it is, it's pretty. It's a pretty laptop. It is It is very pretty. The touch pad, the t- touch oh, thing that's, yeah, that's is, huge. is way too big yeah does not need to be i i lower the sensitivity a lot because there's no reason for that Mm -hmm. it'd be cool if the apple pencil worked with it as a pen tablet that'd be cool i don't know why you know they're making the os closer and closer to ios but they're making the hardware itself farther and farther from like a seamless integration it's so dumb meanwhile windows is doing has been doing it for a while now just put just put this in here yeah. And then I'll be happy. But no, it's good. I mean, I I, I got that dongle. It's, yeah. it's fine. That's good. So how are you? I'm good. I'm just discovering that um, I had to set my phone to delete text messages after 30 days because my phone is riddled with documents and data. If you own an iPhone, you may know one of the things that they'll never address is documents and data. Um, it's pretty much all this like little things that build up over time and just take up all the space on your phone. So like, how do you do that? 
Um, I'll sh- I'll show you when when we get off the air. I think you go to messages, and then it's like there should be a keep or something or other. Yeah, keep messages forever. No, forever. thirty days. Thirty days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll do this later. Yeah. Yeah, so and that's just something that they'll never address because why? Why address it? You know, they're Apple. They've sold a billion of these things. They're getting Mario Run before everybody. I'm excited. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. December 15th, right? That's the mark that the light made. Welcome to the Wolf Den, America's I'm number bleeding. one I'm bleeding baby's the light, podcast. The light fell on me. Hope you're all doing well. There's not a lot to talk about, got to be honest. I found a bunch of stuff we can... We can discuss. We can have conversation on. One of them just crashed, so I got to refresh that page. Let's start with the title of this freaking thing. Yeah. Uh, more Nintendo Switch games leaked. It's a little, you know, mm-hmm. really just a collection of two different collections of games leaked. Okay. One of them is the Dark Souls collection. Really? A very credible source is saying that. The Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 wow. are going to be on the Switch. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. And I don't buy that for a second. <laughs> really? That Dark Souls 3 in its full form is going to be on the Switch. All right. You keep you, you say this about Skyrim 2, that like right. in its full form, basically meeting with all the bells and, whist- bells and whistles graphically. Yes. Graphically. That's what I mean. Of, there right. is no way that this thing with a Tegra chip is going to be as powerful as... As a PS4 and Xbox One. Right, but that There's being no said, way. they can still get the game. It'll probably work, right. you know, be at a graphical downgrade. Right. Probably like a, like at a, a like, lower resolution. Like the Wii versus the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. Yeah, I would say, you know, it'll probably be better than that. A little bit. Yeah. But they'll still have to make, they'll still have to downgrade it significantly. Right, yeah. But, you know, Dark Souls 3 is a PC game, and PC games you know, have very low settings. That's so true. So it'll probably run on very low settings. That is true. So, I mean, that's that's cool. Those are three of the hardest hardcore games out there, and the fact that you can now take them with you wherever I'm you all go. For, a lot of people don't like that. I'm all for that. I'll if take any game on the go. For a game like Dark Souls, though, it'll help. Because, like, if you're in the middle of something, and, like, you got to go somewhere, you can now take it with you and complete it on your bus ride or your train ride or... Pe- plane ride people are saying like that's not a game where you can like like if you're on if you're in a car or something like an uber or something it's not a game where you can just stop and you know leave yeah you have to like find a campfire set up camp right do all that stuff um but if it's anything like a 3ds you just close it and then open it back up yeah this the switch has to have some sort of like sleep uh, sleep mode yeah yeah i mean everything does the vita has a sleep mode you just press the little button yeah uh, I'm all for taking any game on the go. I don't care what the hell it is. Yeah. Uh, I did notice that Metal Gear uh, Peace Walker, mm-hmm. that is a game that is made for portable mm-hmm. because all of the levels are really short and they have like definitive ends. Yeah. And like, uh, then you go back to home base, you do all this stuff, and then you play in the next level. It's made to play in short bursts. I was playing it on console, it wasn't that good. Yeah. So I feel like. I mean, it was a great game, but I could tell that it was made for mobile. Right, right. So, I feel like any game can be mobile, but not every mobile game can be a console game. Right. Understand. And this is the Switch is you know a meat mount. It's both. So mm-hmm. it's a one-two. So that's a concern to have. 
Yes. Because when you sit down at your couch to play a game, you want to be there for a long stretch of time. When you're po- when you're mobile, you might not necessarily want to be there for a long stretch of time. Right. That's what I gotta say about that. Jason Todd says, "Silly Bob, graphics don't matter." He is correct. I really don't care if it if it if it's a downgraded version. Yeah. Of, uh, Dark Souls. As long but as I know it, a lot of people will. As long as it runs smoothly, I think it'll be okay. As long as it keeps a solid frame rate, I think we all know that the Switch isn't going to be very powerful. Right. But that's not why we're buying it. We're buying it because we can take our games with us and we can play them on the big screen and they can seamlessly become handheld. That's why we're buying it. As long as people remember that, you know, it'll be fine. They'll probably sell a bunch of dark souls on the switch. You know, for the longest time, I always talk about how this is all I wanted was a hybrid console. So I can play the games on the go. Now I don't go anywhere. (laughs) Where am I going to go with this? thing? It's true. You got to find places to go now. I got to find places to go with this thing. Just go for a walk, go for a walk with my switch, my face down. Yeah. (laughs) Well, listening to that one song over and That'll over again. AJ Fanatics says they can get within a decent margin if they go with the newer iteration of the Tegra X1 or X2, he says, uh, with the Pascal, Pascal architecture. architecture. Within 500 mega flops, you know. Yeah, that all, word, all them flops. Uh, of Xbox One. Dark Souls games aren't super intensive. They'll probably be underclocked on the go, but overclocked while on the dock. That's what I mean, like... Some people say that there, there there are rumors that are don't have a lot of ground, but there's there are rumors that saying that it will be more powerful in the dock because the dock might have something going on in yeah. there uh, to make it more powerful. I I I think it'd be really weird to have graphics that are bad when you're out or graphics that are better where you put it in the dock. You know, like have yeah. fluctuating graphics. That would be weird. Yeah. Um. And I, I will, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's impossible for them to put Dark Souls 3 on this thing. You're right, because yeah. it is a PC game. They could just downgrade the graphics. But it is not going to be the same graphics that you see on your PS4 or Xbox One. I think people will, f- you know, understand that when it comes out. I mean, it might be hard because Nintendo's games will look amazing. I think it'll be between a Wii U and a PS4. That's fair. I think it might even just be Wii U graphics. No, I don't think it'll, it'll, it'll definitely give it a bump up. Because, it, I mean, it's just a mobile process. Like, it's just a mobile graphics unit, you know? Yeah, but, you know. They're saying it's, like, amazing. I'm, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it will be. You know, it has to be. But, you know, the PS4 and Xbox One just freaking came out, like, a few years ago. Yeah. So. Uh, Gilbert says that shirt's amazing. Well, thank you. Um... Tpublic.com. Yeah. The link's in the description, actually. That shirt's on there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go get it. That's not where you got it, but... No, it's, <laughs> it's not, but it's I'm glad there. that it's on Tpublic, so if I need to buy it again, I know exactly where it is. This shirt's on Tpublic, too. Find it. It's got Japanese writing on it. Yep. Yep. That's all I got. Uh, Yours is uh, for the podcast listeners. What it's is a it? regular show Sonic the Hedgehog hybrid shirt. There you go. Yeah. Mine is... Uh, Samus with Japanese writing. I'm really sad the show ended. <laughs> it ended? Yeah, it ended. It was, well, I don't know if it ended, but it's the last season. Wow. Adventure Time's ending, too. Yeah, that ended. Yeah. So. Uh, AJ says, PS4 and Xbox One have mobile processors, but, like, not really. Yeah, I, th- this no. is, like, they have, like, laptop processors. 
Yeah. This is a ta- like the this is going to be like a tablet processor, you know? Yeah. Like a smartphone processor. What had a Tegra? Uh, my OnePlus have a Tegra? Might have. Or did it have a Snapdragon? The processor is Snap. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. It has Snapdragon. Um, something had a Tegra. The Nvidia Shield, but that's not a right. Th- this is made for a smaller architecture than a laptop. Right. But I mean, if you look at the Switch, it has a grill on the top, like a heat sink. Yes. So I mean, really, it's just it could it's just a really it's yeah. like a netbook maybe. It's thick. The thing is thick. So who knows? There's gonna be heat going on. It's gonna be hot as hell. If yeah. it's gonna be that powerful, it's gonna be hot. And Nintendo's not known for that. Yeah. You know? uh, what was the other collection of games? Oh yes. Um. GameCube Versal console. Yes, this is what I was gonna bring up with yep. Switch games. Um. So yeah, it's now rumored three separate sources have confirmed the existence of GameCube titles running via Switch Virtual Console to Eurogamer. Uh, the site said three games have already been prepared and already run on the Switch. Um, those include Super Mario Sunshine, Hell yeah. Luigi's Mansion, Meh. Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Melee, and the original Animal Crossing is currently being tested. Smash Bros. Melee is a big deal. Yeah. Having that. That's a very, very big Remember deal. Remember like in the commercial, they got the Splatoon esports going on? Yeah. No, it'll be Smash Bros. Melee. I mean, yeah. that's still they, being played. They gotta have a way to plug in game controllers for these guys esports leagues are like hoarding crt tvs specifically for melee they really need those uh graphics to be that yeah like i I guess (laughs) well i mean there is a big difference between the refresh rate of a crt tv and an lcd screen tv is it quicker yeah it's quicker on crt because yes why because because of the way the cons the console's um, PS2 era and backwards were all designed specifically for CRT TVs. I guess it's analog. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, and anything moving forward was designed with HD TVs wow, in mind. Wow, that makes sense. Yeah. That's why, you know, plugging the NES into our HD TV, there's a lag in button input. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know why you just won't play it on the Wii, because that has uh, component cables, and that can hook up to an HD TV just fine, but... That's true. I wonder if they do that at, at, when they do it uh, at tournaments. I wonder if they just use Not all of them. A lot of them use CRTs. Oh, they just use CRTs yeah. with GameCubes? Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, there, there won't be a way to plug in GameCube controllers to the Switch, probably. Wait, I mean, unless, unless the thing has USB ports and you can plug in the little... That's Wii true. U. So, yeah, that'll probably still work. I mean, that's like the only... It'll have USB ports. It has to. It's got to have USB yeah. ports. Because, like, man, they just got to give up the freaking GameCube controller. <laughs> you think it's the best controller of all time. One of the best. I think the Xbox 360 controller is the best controller of all I time. I agree with you 100% on that. I think it's one of the best. It It's weird, because a lot of games were specifically designed around that controller. Like Resident Evil 4, like Melee, like, right. you know sunshine a lot you know specifically for that control the way the buttons were laid out the way the sticks were presented the way the uh triggers squish so for a game like melee like that's important you know right. there there would need to be a way i mean 
if you look at the Switch controller, like, as is, it's got all the buttons in the right place. But, you know, just because it the had... The Pro Controller, I think, the, looks like a fantastic controller. Right, but the buttons, because uh, X and Y were, like, jelly bean shaped, and the B was a small red button, and the A was a huge uh, green button. I guess you don't have to move your thumb all the way. Yeah. Because you, you have the giant A, and then you have the two, like you said, jelly beans around it, so you yeah. just have to, like, flick your thumb a little bit. Yeah. With the Xbox style controller, well, oh, I guess you kind of I mean, leave your thumb around the buttons. Yeah, but it's 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 different feels. I know that. Like, I've, I know the, I know the travel distance on a game controller is really short. Like I've played I've played Resident Evil Four on every console it's come out on, <laughs> and it still plays best with the GameCube controller. Right. Like that's what I'm talking about. The GameCube controller has the buttons have a very short travel. Yeah. Except for the triggers. They have a yeah. really long travel. Well, because those are analog. Those are pressure sensitive. Like they are on the 360 or the... Right, but for Melee, they're not. What do you mean? In Melee, there's no... There's no pressure sensitivity? Like there's no... like They don't... A lot of games didn't take advantage of it. Right, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, for, I'm trying to think. I mean, I only use it for... I use it mostly when I played... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Smash 4. Yeah. Plugged into the Wii U. Um, and yeah, I like the Pro Controller better because there's uh, the triggers have a really short travel. Right. It's, it's the bumpers. Well, that's an example because like the way the buttons are laid out on the Game Controller versus the Wii U Pro Controller, like punch and jump are like flipped. Mm. And like that confused me, right. you know, versus two. So I had to flip them on the Wii U Controller versus playing it with the uh, GameCube controller. You know what it is? It's they, they they use the jump buttons a lot. We don't do that. We just yeah. we just hit up. Um, what else? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what left and right trigger do. I know that they they make you roll if you double tap them, and that's yeah. what I do a lot. And double tapping when you have a really hard far travel is really hard. Yeah. Um. I remember I did a tournament at the mall, mm-hmm. and. It wasn't really a tournament. It was just like, hey, versus me. It was like some like big shot guy I worked in Nintendo. He's yeah. like, you guys, you guys look like a bunch of nerds. Why don't you guys cut the line and verse me? It was me, Vicky, and Jerry, and uh, we all versed him. Yeah. And they freaking turned off jump the the jump up being the jump button. Really? They turned that off. Like, why would you do that for a fighting game? I don't know. No, oh, because they all all the pros have that off. They, really? They just use the the button. So then, the jump button. So then what about up B? Is that still the same or up B? You know yeah. that that extra that extra jump you do? Actually, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Really? Yeah. It's just that it does up isn't jump anymore. Mm-hmm. The direction I guess still works. And I guess. It, technically it makes more sense, but uh it's, I I just, you know, I'm not I'm not used to that. Yeah. It was on the 3DS actually now that I think about it. Okay. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about how GameCube games are coming back. Yay! Yeah. It's been a, no, seriously, it's been a long time since um, we've seen GameCube games like in Nintendo space. They're not on Virtual Console. They're right? not. No, okay, and that's why this is a big deal. And um, you know, the Wii, the Wii U can't play GameCube games. The Wii originally did, um, and they put out the. the it GameCube can totally. Co- it's totally technically yes. possible to have Virtual Console. Games. It put. They put out the GameCube controller adapter. So everybody thought they would be coming, and then they didn't. Now, here's the chance for it to come back again. Because the GameCube 
it didn't sell very well, but some of Nintendo's best games came out on that system. You know, that had probably the best lineup of games that era. Like, you know, critically, critically, uh, highly critically revered games versus not so highly critically revered games. So, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, kind of, well, according to his leak, is going to be on the Switch. Yes. That is one of the best Mario games. One of the best 3D Mario games. Yes. That is a severely underrated Mario yes. game. I've, I really like, I'm really looking forward to I would totally that. play yeah. it again, especially mobile. That would be sick. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to be up-res a little bit. I'd imagine so. I'd imagine there will probably be like what they're doing with um, the Super Nintendo games on 3DS. They're up-res, but then there's also the pixel-perfect mode where you can play them. Right. Yeah, it's going to be 480i or whatever the GameCube was, well, but it'll it'll be well, PS, scaled up. PS2 games on PS4 run in 1080. Like they, up, really? they have a way to they found a way to upscale them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I Probably mean, the best looking Super Mario Sunshine will get. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Super Mario Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion, mm-hmm. and Melee. Yes. It, and they said they're working on Animal Crossing. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's not a bad lineup to start with. Not at all. I think that's perfect. I think yeah. they picked the perfect games for that, even though I don't like Luigi's Mansion. Right. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. What other does. games would you have liked to have seen besides Resident Evil 4? Right. <laughs> um, that'll, that'll come. I yeah. guarantee you. They're putting that on everything. So. Yeah. Um, I was just looking at a list. Kotaku had it uh, recently tweeted about it. Their list of like the best game, uh, GameCube games. AJ brings up a good point. Wii games run on Wii U. Yes, I so believe they skipped GameCube. I believe that's software emulation, not hardware emulation. Mm. You could put the Wii disc in there, right? Yes. Okay. But it it run. You know, because I think the Wii was built on GameCube architecture. The Wii U is not. Right. That so, is true. Similar to how uh, PlayStation 3 can't play PlayStation 2 games. Right. But it can play PlayStation 1 games. Right, because it has... I think it actually has a PS1 chip in there. Because those were well, easy to manufacture. I don't think so. I think it the original PlayStation 3 had a PlayStation 2 chip in it. Yes. And they had to take it out because it cost too much. Right. I think the PlayStation 1 is able to run because it's just emulated. And it's just so easy to emulate PlayStation you might, 1. You might be right. Yeah. If it's so easy to emulate, how come, you know, there's not a lot of... You can't download PS1 games onto the Vita and... Because they're lazy. Actually, that's not... I just Don't throw up. The mic. Don't throw up. That's not true. PS1 games can run perfectly on the Vita... They just have to turn them on. There was one day... No, there was a day where, like, by accident, you can download any PS1 game you wanted onto your Vita. No questions asked. The next day, Sony came out and was like, Oops, that was a mistake. Sorry. We had to turn that off. You bought the game already. It's fine. So you... Wait. I don't understand. You can't play PlayStation 1 games on the Vita right now? You can only play certain PlayStation 1 games on the Vita. Ones that Sony says you can. Oh. So, if you buy a PlayStation 1 game on PlayStation 3, uh, like on the network, yes. you might not necessarily be able to put that on your Vita. Correct. That's like I have, jet, I have Dark Forces for PlayStation 1 on my PS3, cannot play it on my Vita. It's not a controller issue. It's not a controller issue. It's, it's enough. It's basically a Sony... Well, the thumbstick is on the bottom or the top? Bottom. Okay. Yeah. It you know, it, everything like the only thing missing is the two the the two trigger buttons, but you can map that to the back screen. Okay. There's yeah, there's dumb. no reason for that's it. That's dumb. 
That's so, dumb and stupid. Yeah. Anyway, back to the GameCube. Um, what games would you like to see? Well, they they had brought up um, Wind Waker. I saw. Wind, yeah, Wind Waker, Rogue Squadron. Hell yeah! Yes. <laughs> the GameCube got Rogue Squadron two, Rogue Leader, and Rogue Squadron three, Rebel Strike, which are some of the best Star Wars. Games. Yes. Um, for the Wii, they actually made a Rogue Squadron collection, all three games, and uh, Rogue Squadron one was like up res and had like mm-hmm. Wii U Wii controls and stuff. It never got released. I would I love that. There was a there was an unseen sixty four on that. Yes, I would love to see that come out. Um, Too bad. Yeah, you'll just have to buy them individually. I mean, for the love of God, Disney is releasing all those Star Wars PC games on like Steam and good old games and services like that. Why not start doing it here on Nintendo? Oh my, oh my God. God! Imagine having Makes that. So, yeah, they just gotta make another one. Uh, F Zero GX. That's supposed to be one of the fastest racing games ever. I never got to play it. But I would love to. Um, we have this game. I don't know how they do it on the Switch. Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong Jungle, Jungle Beat. Beat. I remember that. I had a nice sit down, plow through it, and yeah, then just you, threw the game out. Yeah, because you beat you. Well, you you're a drummer. You could beat it in an hour. Because people were saying that it's that that game's really taxing. You know? Yeah. But I was actively playing the drums at the time, so I was yeah. like, all right, let's just do it. And I beat it in like two hours or something, just constantly yeah. playing the drums all the time. Metroid Prime, of course. Sweating. <laughs> yeah, Metroid Prime, the whole collection. That'd be good. Yeah. Okay, Pikmin. I know you don't like Pikmin. Hate Pikmin. Here's here's the thing. For a guy who really likes Nintendo, I hate a lot of Nintendo games. If they can... I mean, if it's Virtual Console, they probably won't do this because they don't really touch their Virtual Console games. But if they can implement touchscreen controls with Pikmin, I feel like that will alleviate a lot of the problems. To make it more like an RTS. Yes. They eventually did that with Pikmin 3 on the Wii U. And apparently that's like the best way to play the game. So, I did. Yes, I, I did hear that they yeah. changed the controls and made it like a thousand times better. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not on this Kotaku list because Kotaku is dumb and stupid. Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Right. Nintendo owns that game, so there's no reason for them not to put it on the Switch. It's it's one of the best and most clever um, games of the era. Um, Games to this day still try to do insanity effects. None of them can do them as well as Eternal Darkness can. Um, if they could figure out a way to put that on the Switch, um, I would definitely... I would buy a Switch just to play Eternal Darkness on the go. MDB says, hey, Sonic Adventure 2 on the Switch. Child Hell Garden yeah. on the go. Hell yeah. I'm down for that. Sonic yeah. Adventure 2 Battle. That's how I originally played it. Yeah. Lift Rock says, Bob loves Nintendo so much that he hates it a lot. He hates a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, you know that's, what? If you love something so much, you hate a little bit of it. <laughs> that's just the way it that's, goes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's why I hate Batman for Superman so much because I love Batman so much. Caloric says that the golden Mega Man behind me is crooked. Yeah, it is. Sorry about that, Caloric. Sorry. Everything's better now. Yep. Don't worry about the shelves; they're crooked. <laughs> <laughs> There was that, you know, people are completely talking about irrelevant things, but there was the Hulk game on the GameCube. Yes. You liked that. The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. It came out on PS2 and Xbox also, the original Xbox. Love that game. You, it, The whole point of the game is you're the Hulk and you just destroy everything in your sight. There was also a Wolverine game that not a lot of people liked, but I remember having a good time with it. Yeah, X2 Wolverine's Revenge. I really liked that game. X2 Wolverine's Revenge? Yeah, it was came out for the second X-Men movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I Google this. That starred Mark Hamill as Wolverine. Really? That, that was weird. 
That was very weird. No. Yeah. Yes. That's it. It was... There were parts in that game where that were not fair at all, but it was a very good game. I don't care what anybody I says. It. The, the Wolverine movie was actually a good game. Yeah, the one... The one for Xbox. Yeah. That was good. I'm trying to look at the menu screen on my computer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got confused because Hugh Jackman's on the cover. Yeah. It, and he, he, the Wolverine looks nothing like Hugh Jackman it, in the game. It was... Uh, it was a last-minute tie-in to hmm. the movie. Here's a picture of him with uh, utensils for. Yeah, I remember Columbus. that. <laughs> it was in the game. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, if you unlock everything, that was like a blooper reel. They had blooper reels. Like Spider-Man shows up and just says wacky things. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, speaking of Spider-Man, if if it's okay, we we move on. Yeah. Um, breaking news today, folks. Uh, it's been confirmed. The web wings will be in Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, they released a 17-second teaser trailer today. I did see it. Where uh, John Favreau, as Happy Hogan from the Iron Man movies, delivers a new suit to Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Um, and you see him jump He delivers off. a new something. He says it's a suit, doesn't he? It's an upgrade. Yes. I don't think he says it's a suit. Well, no, because it looks like he's uh, Spider-Man's not wearing. I thought it looked like he was in his because he looks down and you see his red boots. Right, and stuff. but they look like crappy red boots. And you're like, right. you're he right. turns the camera on himself and he's wearing like a red hoodie. That's true. So I'm assuming he like he went back to his crappy costume for whatever That's a good reason. Point. Um, but then you see him jump off a building and he spreads his arms and then, ladies and gentlemen, the web wings as created by Steve Ditko in the original Spider-Man comics, they are in the movie. That's awesome. That's something I never see in live action. Just like I never thought I'd see Spider-Man squint. That I think they did that perfectly. Yeah. So they're doing everything they can to really hammer in that this is Marvel's Spider-Man. They did that Web wings, so well. Squinting, everything. Oh my god! Now I'm more pumped <laughs> than ever to see this movie. The trailer will. Um, the full trailer is supposed to release tomorrow, Thursday, December eighth, um, during Jimmy Kimmel. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see what this is all about. Fun fact, the web wings in the comics don't really do anything. No. They're just there for show. It's believed that in the movie they will serve a purpose, and it's to help him uh, against Vulture. Like Glide? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. I don't care. Maybe slow him down when he's falling? Maybe. I don't care. It. I just think it's cool that the web wings are back. A lot of artists don't even draw the web wings all that much anymore. And when they do, I, was, I always get a little chuckle out of it. A lot of people say Spider-Man is the worst character to draw. Because he's got so many lines going. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't blame him. Uh, Jason Todd says, cool, but I don't really care about the web wings. I'll be honest with you. I can give or take the web, 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 web ring. Wait, that! I know. <laughs> <laughs> I could give or take the web wings. But it's cool that they're there. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a weird little detail that like you never yeah, think like you'll I wouldn't see. miss them. If they no, I mean either, but like the fact that they're there, I just think it's really cool. Like, well, I never thought I'd see a Batman in a two toned costume in live action. I thought they'd always be, you know, black costumes. Then Batman Superman came on and showed me why I never want to see that because <laughs> that movie is garbage. Have I mentioned I don't like that movie? My future in laws just saw that movie. Did you tell them? Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Tell them, did you see it? 
it sucks. You should never like that, it. That really rub op- your eyeballs with soap. That's why I'm like so mad at that movie again. So <laughs> I'm gonna I gotta say his name right. Flazard. Flazard. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, web wings, okay, but no futuristic out- outfits, please. No more futuristic outfits. Yeah, it's not a futuristic outfit. I don't think it's it's, it's got the futuristic eyeballs. Right, but that's... And if the web wings, goddamn, the <laughs> web wings, if they serve a purpose like gliding, it's kind of, you know. Right, but I mean, it makes, from what from what this we saw in the teaser, the costume looks like it does in Captain America Civil War. It just now, it has the addition of the web wings. I wouldn't right. necessarily consider that a futuristic outfit. I would consider it more like a, a traditional Spider-Man outfit with just a couple of bells and whistles. I mean, it's not like his eyes glow. It's not like, you know, he's got Tron lights I think throughout. that they did a good... Ex- they made good excuses to make the outfit look perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I... I don't think that the outfit actually looks modern, like Amazing Spider-Man's outfit. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, the movie, had a terrible Spider-Man outfit. The first one. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, the first one had a terrible outfit. It was, that was really bad. Um, what do you think about the outfit for the game coming out next year? I don't like it. I'm okay I, with it. It is definitely weird. Yeah, the spider is weird. It, it's huge, and it's, there's a lot of white on his costume. Spider-Man is red and blue, and color scheme is very important to superhero characters. And if you mess with the color scheme, there needs to be like a good reason and i don't see the reason for so much white in this costume spider-man shouldn't have any white he should only have his eyes white yeah i really like when people make spider-man where the blue is really really dark or black yeah i like that i mean that's that's a little different because blue has traditionally in comics been a highlight for black because they can't show right black so that that's one thing i mean that you can sort of like see and get away. Paolo Rivera draws that a lot. Yeah, uh, Todd McFarlane I think used to do that sometimes. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. So I'm cool with that, but yeah. adding white is you know they should have known what they were getting into. I yeah. wonder why they did that though. Like, I feel like were they just trying to make something different so it stands out? But like, I think so. I think, I think Insomniac wanted to put their stamp on Spider-Man. I feel like that's one of the ways like you can easily do it. Imagine that's content. the homecoming outfit. No, because they show it in the trailer. They <laughs> in show the, the, the seventeen-second trailer. They show the back of it. Yeah, the back of the Insomniac trailer has also uh, got a big white spider on it. When is that game coming out? They haven't set a release date. That's like Sony's big problem is they'll they announce all these games and they won't tell you when they're coming. I'm. I said this before. It's coming out when the freaking movie comes out. Probably, yeah. And they're not going to delay it because they want to make a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much. Yeah, there's a giant white spot on his back. Yeah, he's got the blue. He's got white gloves too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. There's too much white for it. Yeah, there's no date. Yeah. And Spider-Man: Homecoming. When is that out? Um, next year, I believe. Yeah, July seventh, twenty seventeen. Oh yeah, this game's coming out. Yeah, right at the same time. Definitely. Do I have anything going on that day? I have a very busy twenty seventeen. <laughs> Got to book it in advance. I do. Put that I in mean, calendar. and I don't know. I mean, I know I may have brought up the fact that I'm getting married on this show like one or two thousand times, but like, so are half of my friends. 
Nope, I'm free that day. <laughs> Obtuse optics this Bluetooth web shooters. He's gonna be that. He's gonna be that Spider Man. He's gonna be like the, the. He's gonna be riding a hoverboard. No, I don't think he's gonna be. I mean, there's there's probably like weird technology in his web shooters. Spoiler alert for the end of Civil War: the spider signal is in his web shooters. Mm. Um, my friend Jake, friend of the show, loves Spider Man more than he loves his wife. Um, hates the hates the spider signal. He thinks it's the dumbest thing ever in the movie or in all of Spider Man. Period. Right. He thinks it's the dumbest thing ever to happen to Spider Man. It's kind of dumb. It is kind of dumb. But this is a guy who loves the clone saga and all the clones <laughs> and all the clone comics that they eventually got. So, uh, Fred says, Future Foundation, Spidey Will. Future Foundation. I don't know what that is. That was when the Human Torch died and Spider-Man took his spot in the Fantastic Four. They changed oh, he was all white. Yeah, they changed their name to the Future Foundation. I they like all wore that. white. Yeah, that, that was different. That sees part of a team... Um, but I'm talking about like if you, when you think and he's of only wearing that in the team book, you know. Yeah, when he was when he was in his own book, he was back to the red and blue. Yeah, there's another one, red and black. That's Superior Spider-Man. Oh God, it's weird that I can tell that just from the eyes. He's yeah, got, he's got more like circular eyes. He doesn't have the angled eyes as. Because didn't Superior Spider-Man have a completely different outfit? No, that that's the Superior Spider-Man outfit. It's just. The eyes are more circular. His fingers are more sharp, and it's black and red. That's the Superior Spider-Man outfit. Mm. Yes, no, yes. Because no. I remember Paolo Rivera did a cover. He got commissioned to do a cover for Superior Spider-Man. He did the cover, and he made Spider-Man, and then they were like, you need to change the outfit because that's not his outfit. Oh, that's weird. That that one that you were pointing out to was probably in the comic yeah. before he got this outfit. I guess I gotta read Superior Spider-Man now. Don't do that. Everybody <laughs> says it's good. Like, even people who Cause didn't this want... Because this is... Uh, what's his name? That artist. Yeah. What's his freaking name? Um, Hispanic. It's not... Is it Umberto Ramos? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. This is Umberto Ramos, yes. Definitely. Yeah, it's Superior Spider-Man. It's yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, so you're right. Yeah. It's just not... He has a specific outfit in Superior Spider-Man. That wasn't the specific outfit. Okay. And this outfit's not bad. I mean, yeah, that's fine. Because, um, you know, it's like it's subtle changes. Yeah. I think the giant white spider is kind of a big... You know, I'm fine with it. I, I mean, just, if, it, if it's like every other Spider-Man game, I'm sure you'll be able to unlock... They should have done it a little more subtle, though. Yeah. Jason Todd says Superior Spider-Man is amazing. Yeah, like, people really like that series. And, you know, it's short. I think it's only, like, 28 issues, so. Oh, yeah, real short. <laughs> For a comic, that's pretty short. 28 issues. That's over two years. Yeah. Except it's Marvel, so they pump it out, like, books, yeah. like, every, every like, two a month, and then one a month. Yeah. Except for, like, their good books, like Black Widow and Black Panther, Then that, those, like, come out when they're ready. I feel. MDB says, did anyone play the awesome, amazing Spider-Man game on Sega Genesis? Love that one. Um, which one is it? Which that? one? Because there were two. There was one based on the cartoon, and then there was one based on the compic. Um, the comics. Compig. The comics. <laughs> I was thinking that because that game is called Spider-Man vs. the Kingpin. Hmm. 
I only ever remember uh, Maximum Carnage. Yeah, that's the one everybody remembers because that had the awesome soundtrack. I can't find it now, but somebody asked what we think of the new Marvel vs. Capcom. I think it looks good. I think it looks good. We talked about it last week how it's dumb that there's not going to be any freaking uh, X Men characters. In it. Yeah, that's so, a kind of a big deal. That is a very big deal. I'm very happy Mega Man X is in it. Yeah, that's cool. We need him. Mm-hmm. I missed him in three. Yeah. Except we had zero. We had zero. Zero. I think that was good. Regular Mega Man was in. Was he in Marvel vs. Capcom too? Yes, regular Mega Man yeah. was. Yeah. So then in three we had zero. Right. And now we have X, X. which is yeah sick. Totally fine with Maybe that. Maybe this means they'll bring back Mega Man, finally. Yeah, right. Monkey might fly out of my butt, but you never know. I don't know. You know, they don't have Inafune. Yeah, but they, they also put out Dead Rising 4, and that was Inafune as well. Was it good? Well, actually, I feel like Inafune has, like, nothing to do with Dead Rising. No, he, he was behind the first two. Yeah, but I feel like he didn't really do anything. Well, he didn't really do anything <laughs> with Mega Man, either. He created the character. No, he didn't. Yeah, but he didn't really do anything. <laughs> he... I forgot the guy who actually created the character. Inafune, like, shepherded the series, like, to help it become what it is today. But he didn't create Mega Man. And I think if Mighty Number no. 9 has taught us anything, he's not really a game designer as much as he is, like, a businessman. I think Mighty Number no. 9 is an example of being way overwhelmed with the project. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily his ability to make a game, I think it's his ability to manage the workload. You know? Yeah. And expectation. Right. I feel like that's what the problem And I still haven't even freaking played the game. <laughs> I've only played like a like a little bit of it. It's because you haven't gotten it yet. I have it downloaded. I want it on my Vita. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Kai Williams. Uh is there any is there a way to play Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Uh PlayStation 2 emulators. <laughs> It was on the PS3 and Xbox. Oh yeah, that was an awesome way to Xbox 360. That was an awesome way to play it. It's not on the store anymore. We got it for free, didn't we? No. I paid for that? You paid for that. Oh, that's dumb. I Why did I do that? Uh, I don't know if it's on. It used to be on iPhone, and I remember getting it on iPhone. Uh, iPhone. It played surprise. I don't think it's on there anymore. I'm looking. I it want played that. surprisingly well. Like that and there was a Street Fighter 4 port to the iPhone and it played surprisingly that well. That isn't on the store anymore because I tried no, to find yeah. it. Marvel vs. Capcom. Wait, I'm looking at the wrong spot. Nope. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. But that's not a real... Oh, it is Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Guide. Nope. Oh, yeah, look, there it is. I can still download it. What the hell are you talking about? It's in my purchases. You son of a bitch. Version 1.000. So they never updated it. Wow. I'm going to log into your iCloud account. I'm going to download it and see how this holds up. If I can download it. Copacetic. Mighty number no. 9 flopped harder than No Man's Sky. Uh, you know, mm. I'd, I'd argue No Man's Sky was, was a bigger game. Yeah. So that might have flopped harder. Mm-hmm. Miguel says, I think he created Zero in Afune. Yes. Zero. I think he created Mega Man X. No. Zero was his 
original design for Mega Man. Zero is closer to what he... Zero is the whoever created Mega Man's original design. Uh, I'm looking this up. The only reason they went with Mega Man was because they just wanted him to be blue. Yeah, because of the color palette of the... Because there were more colors and they could make it more detailed. They can make more blue on the NES. The character was created by Akira Kitamura for the first Mega Man game with artist Keiji Inafune providing detailed character artwork based on Kitamura's pixel design. There you go. That's Okay, that's what it is. So he is an artist. He is an artist. Right. Because I have his freaking Mega Man X art book. There you go. <laughs> go to X. I'm, Look up X. I'm looking at X. Hold on. There's like... Hurry up. <laughs> Wikipedia is all you need. I know, but like there's a hundred different... Okay, here's the character. It's talking like... to everybody. Wikipedia. All right, I don't. I don't want his like story. I want his. Tell me. Tell me a story about Inafune. It's no. Right, no. It's his, it's his in canon story. Oh, Mega Man. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's staying up there. I like staying up there. All right, fine. I don't know where my brother is going. Oh, are you getting the art book? Yeah, no, okay. Mega Man X official complete works. Ugh. Uh. Hmm. KJ Nafune, executive producer. I guess now he's an executive producer. I don't yeah. know if he was when the game started. I think he narrates this whole book. Uh. Inafune designed the character of Zero for the game. I didn't get to completely design a Mega Man protagonist from scratch until Zero. Back when the SNES was coming out. The I was, game Zero? The character, the character Zero. Zero. Okay. I was asked to give Mega Man a redesign, so I designed this character, but I realized that this design wouldn't be accepted as Mega Man, so I had another designer create the new Mega Man, and I worked on Zero to release him as the other main character that would steal all the good scenes. Wow. Zero was meant to be the leading character of the X-Series, but Capcom, Capcom executives convinced Inafune to continue with the inaugulous design from the original game. So, so, so somebody, I originally thought yes. that Zero was supposed to be the original Mega Man period from way back in the day. No. Now I know that Zero was supposed to be Mega Man X. Yes. That's crazy. Is that the cover to Mega Man 4? Or is that the cover to Rockman X originally? Yeah, I think no, I think that's the cover to Rockman X4. X4. Okay. It's probably cutting off the... The 4. Yeah. I highly recommend this book. <laughs> if you're into... I don't know if you saw, but they're coming out with a Sonic the Hedgehog one. I saw $108 for the collector's for the, edition. For the one that comes with the stand. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I don't know about the $108 version, but I want that book. Because of the stand, like a Bible, it's the slipcase. You like, you pull it out and you you like fold it a certain way, and it's a stand. Hmm. Obtuse optics is zero equals Super Mega Man three. Why the three? Mm. All right, got any more topics? Or is that it? Uh, I got a couple. We can blow right through. Let's blow them. Um, 
the Rogue One expansions coming to Star Wars Battlefront. You can play as Jin Erso if you feel like rebelling because you're a rebel. And um, General Krennic for the Empire if you feel like obeying everything the Empire does. Um, Thrawn. Mads Mikkelsen does not know what's going on in Death Stranding. Um, if you saw... That was amazing. The Game Awards show last week, they released a new trailer for Death Stranding. Um, it revealed that Guillermo del Toro um, and Mads Mikkelsen are going to be in the game. Guillermo del Toro, of course, the great Mexican director um, who tried to make Silent Hills with Kojima before Konami you know, got, in, got their hands involved, is now going to be in the game. I don't know if he's going to be a creative. Seems like a small... I have a feeling it'll be a small... It'll probably just be a cameo, yeah. But it was confirmed that Mads Mikkelsen of Hannibal, and he's going to be in Rogue One, and Casino Royale, and a whole bunch of other stuff is going to be, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed, the antagonist of the game. And he confirmed he has no idea what is going on (laughs) in the game. He looks awesome. Yes. Continuing the trend of eye makeup on Mads Mikkelsen. Yes, yes. Um, also, he just really wants to live in a zombie world. Is that what it says? This is, um, we said, what's your favorite zombie thing? I love watching The Walking Dead. There's something so fascinating, um, when the zombies are moving sufficiently slowly and you actually want to live in that world, you know? And the interviewer asks why, and he goes, because you can just effing chop the, chop the crap out of them. (laughs) He just wants to murder things. He just wants to kill zombies. No wonder he plays a villain in everything. Except Rogue One. (laughs) Except Rogue One, for some reason. Yes. Um, so yeah, there was that. Um, that, that was amazing. Yes. They also released the trailer for The Last of Us Part 2. Um, you Which talked about it. Also amazing. Yes, I have a video on it. Uh, who do you think she's talking about? Ooh. That's a good question. I, have, I already have a theory about this. Think it's the Fireflies? Yes. Yes. And do you want me to explain why? Do you think Joel lied to her about something? I think the lie from the first game, she it, believed it, and it grew into hatred for the Fireflies. So this whole game, the whole game, is you trying to take out the fireflies, and I believe at the end of the game you'll learn the truth, and you'll realize what a horrible person you are <laughs> because of something, because of what a lie does. I think that's what the game is going to be about. Interesting. It'll be it'll be so crushing. <laughs> I think it'll be a legitimate, a somewhat le- like justified reason. Yeah. That'll be turned around at the end, like you say. Yeah. I don't think it'll be so cut and dry as, like, uh, it was a trap. They were going to kill you. What Do you, you want to kill them now? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it'll, I think, I don't know. I, I think it'll be a general understanding that us as the player will be fine, and then at the end we'll be like, oh, shit. I, I think she, she takes the, the lie to heart, and things just get worse from there. You know, in the, what was it, five years in between? Five years, five, yes. Yeah, in the five years in between, like, the hatred of the fireflies grows and then the breaking point will be here. And last of us part three, you won't, Joe and Ellie will not be together. People are saying that she might kill Joel at the end. That would be interesting. Somebody in the comments said that I would, said they would be really upset if they did that and they would not play a third one. See, I think they should save that for the third one. And the third one, you can play as either Joel or Ellie, and you get two completely different stories as to who you can play. Naughty Dog, I'm available um, for pitches. I know you you think you're better than all of us because you make really good games, and you do. Um, but you're not above us. You know, you That'd be like Resident Evil Wolfen. 2 kind of deal. Yeah, but Resident Evil 2... Because here's the, you can't have two interlapping stories 
because you have to have two completely different games. Yeah. And that's double the development, you know? Right. And that's why Resident Evil 2 worked so well, because they over they, they were the same game with, so, like, very yeah. small differences. Right. That worked, you yes. know? Um, but people are saying that uh, she finds out the lie that he tells, and she kills him because she realizes that he's a terrible person. Right. And I said that... Because um, people are like, you know... The whole thing about The Last of Us is that you play it as a terrible person. Yeah. You know? And I'm saying, yeah, but if she kills Joel, um, is she better than him? No. No. She might be just as bad if she does well, that. Well, I think that's the point, the whole point of the series, you know? Desperate times call for desperate measures. Even when she's playing the guitar, she's talking about how terrible of a person she is. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's about, like, how the world around you makes you do, like, awful things, sometimes selfishly, sometimes... You know, for the betterment of people. So, I think it's brilliant. They're going to do a fantastic job. Whatever the hell uh, Ellie's motive is, yeah. it's going to be great. I think it's going to be totally justified her reason to want to murder every single one of these people. Yeah. But, uh, you're right. There will be some sort of twist. Yeah. Of course, because it's freaking Naughty Dog. The twist will be that Nathan Drake is still alive and he is the Empire of the Universe. Yes. with <laughs> Along with Jack and Daxter. Yeah, they'll be in the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Live to Rock, yes, she is 19. Ellie is 19 in this mm -hmm. game. And you play as her. You don't play as, what, 60-year-old Joel? Yeah. <laughs> um, and lastly, Best Buy will have the... NES Classic in stores December 20th. That is a Tuesday. That is so far away. And Amazon Gaming tweeted yesterday that they have news about it in the coming week. Stay tuned. The also, Nintendo store in the city gets it every once in a while. Also, um, Urban Outfitters got a shipment in and we're selling it on their online store on Tuesday. They'll sold out in a second. Adam told me about that. Um, yeah, I... I really hope they don't pull this crap with the switch i mean <laughs> they will just have to pre-order it yeah it's okay to pre-order systems guys all right leave us your questions comments in the chat yeah also, start asking us things hashtag wolf den live on twitter and we'll talk to you there or if you're listening to this afterwards leave a comment on the youtube v o d what you really want did that work that new works. 50 shades darker trailer has shower sex and elevator fondling so the usual new 50 shades the fi the sequel to 50 shades of gray what is it is it 51 50, 50 shades darker <gasps> is it a black man no it's the same dude same dude same, same dude. white dude i yep. don't like it um oh wait we have comments waiting for approval it's just the guy saying ye <laughs> thanks mdb those are those are always approved let's approve that guy Uh, last week's Wolf Den Live, uh, we had a call to uh, timestamp all of the topics. AMO Productions gracefully timestamped literally everything. Yeah, like a lot, a little much, but appreciated. <laughs> but very much appreciated. Uh, if you want to timestamp the topics, you only have to do the ones that we put in the description. Also, you need to wait until I cut, wait until I trim the beginning out of the the episode because the timestamps will change once yeah. i do that so you need to wait it's, if the intro's there still the 30 second intro 
then don't put the timestamps. Uh, Liquid Sabe says, "Oh my, how you guys have grown! Keep up the good work, fellas." Oh, thank I guess you. He's been here a while. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of comments. Oh, Nick, Nick name my says the question is: Will Pokemon Stars top Pokemon Sun and Moon, and thus making the Switch a superb console? Top it. Probably not because it'll be like a re-release almost. I'm assuming Stars is like the third game, like the yellow. It's or rumored the... that there's gonna be a third game that'll be on the Switch. Okay. I I mean it'll be it'll sell a lot. I don't yeah. know if it'll sell so I don't know if it'll top. I mean how move. how do how do those third games usually do? I it's gonna be like a remaster. Yeah. You know it's gonna like sell like a remaster. Uh, probably yeah. But like you know Grand Theft Auto remastered sold mm-hmm. a lot. That came out a year later. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Muhammad asks, are we doing a second season of Fantasy Movie League? No, because I was a pain in the ass. <laughs> but the two runner-ups, I contacted uh, Fantasy Movie League, and they emailed you guys and told you to email me. So the two runner-ups, it was Bobby Anse and... I think I have it here. Somebody who isn't Bobby Anse. Yeah. You guys have to email me. So check your emails. Whatever the email is for Fantasy Movie League. So I can get you shirts. And AJ, I gave him his freaking $100 gift card. On Twitter, <laughs> Devil Leg Sanji asks, do you guys like tacos or burritos more? It depends on the place. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. If I want something small, I'll get a taco. But usually I'll want something big and I'll get a burrito. I'm checking. the Bobby on saying Fernando. Those two guys. Check your emails. There you go. You got directions on how to email me. Um, all right, so Moe's. I switch it up. I get a taco. Sometimes I'm not too hungry. Yeah. If I'm hungry, get a burrito. Mm-hmm. Half chicken, half steak. No, no, I'm sorry. Half chicken, half ground beef. Mm, if I'm at uh, Chipotle, I hate Chipotle, but if I go there, I'll get a bowl. Yeah. Um, a lot of places I get a bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really, those are really the I only like options. like the same. Taco Bell, I'll get tacos. Trace Carnes, get a bowl, yeah. Burrito's good. Burritos are always good. If I go to a new place, I usually just If I go to a Mexican restaurant, I'll usually get a burrito. Like, if I go to, like, not, like a real Mexican restaurant. I've been restaurant. into enchiladas. Yeah? Yeah. Can I eat them with a knife and fork? Real good. Mm-hmm. Um... Jackie asks, will you start watching Star Wars Rebels? I'll probably never watch Star Wars I really, Rebels. I really got to get on that. It's not streaming easily anywhere. It's not on Amazon. It's not on Netflix. It's not on, I don't think it's on Hulu. So, Mid Games asks, what's your favorite Sonic games? I was actually thinking about this the other day. Sonic 3. Sonic 3. Sonic 3 and Knuckles, you got to say. Sonic 3 and Knuckles, I'm so sorry. Um, I really like Sonic Rush on the DS. Wow. That might be my second favorite Sonic game of all time. You're a crazy person. I know I am, but I, I stand by that. I really do like Sonic Adventure 2. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the original Sonic 2 and Genesis. That is... You like Sonic Generations. I love Sonic Generations. I don't know if I... I would I put that in my top five? Probably not. <laughs> uh, Sonic 4 is good. Yes. I like that a lot. I like Sonic 4. A lot of people don't for some reason, but I like Sonic 4. 
I like Sonic Colors too. Yeah. Oh, I really like Sonic Colors. Um, the Sonic Advance games on Game Boy Advance were really good. Yes, those were good. Those were really good. Um, there were a lot of good Sonic games. There are a lot of good Sonic There's games. There's also a lot of bad ones. Anyone who tells you that there are no good Sonic games is a liar, and they're going to hell for lying. <laughs> there you go. Strong there words. There you go. I, I believe every Can word of Can you feel the sunshine? Every day I feel the sunshine. <laughs> Especially guy, now that I'm down at Pumpkin Hill. Guy, <laughs> guy number 20 asks, is the Taco Bell enchilada good? You said Taco Bell, so no. <laughs> Taco Bell is not. You gotta understand. If you eat at Taco Bell, you know what you're getting. Yeah. It's, it's like, I need food now, or I'm drunk and I'm hungry, or you know, I hate myself and I want to die. Type of. You thing. don't go, man. I can really go for a nice, good cheeseburger. Let me go to McDonald's. Yeah. No, that no, doesn't happen. You don't do that. Jason Todd says there are no good Sonic games, so he's going to hell. Yes. Forever. Um. MDB says Sonic 2 was his, on Genesis was his first Sonic game. It was also our first Sonic game. Yes, it was. Sonic 1 is not a good game. It's un- Sonic 1, I don't want to say it's not a good game. It has not aged well at all. Right. It is, that is better. It's really bad. It's funny because I have played a fan remake of Sonic 1 running in the Sonic 3 engine. And it's a lot better. Yeah. That spin dash changes everything. I would love to play that. Yeah. I'll see if I can find it. It's been, it's been a while. Fred is telling me to watch, uh, to read his comment on last week's World Time Live. He said, Will, besides Rachel Rising and Paper Girls, because that review ain't coming. Sorry. Uh, what indie books would you suggest for people? Right now, Vertigo's Frostbite is pretty excellent. I would actually like to read Paper Girls because I like Cliff Chang. Um, I have the first five issues. I'll just. He's going to be at uh, the Mocha Festival really? in April. Yeah. Nice. I'll lend you the first five issues. Um, I would recommend it's an image book. I don't. It's weird because I don't consider image indie anymore. Um, but it's Killer Be Killed. It's by uh, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Uh, I will pretty much read anything Ed Brubaker writes, regardless of what it's about. Um, and all, all I have to say about it is, it's going to be mentioned in one of my videos this month and if you've been paying attention i'm every video this month is about the comic of the year so there (laughs) okay he also says bob given that will is now on the hype train will you play a one piece game no (laughs) (laughs) there was a one piece game released on the 3ds and i only know that because it was the first 3ds game that did not have an option to play in 3d Oh. Yeah. What else? Oh, I don't think uh, Sun and Moon does. Really? Yeah. Because it's, I guess it's too graphically yeah. intensive. That was the thing. And the One Piece game was like one of the best looking 3DS games when it came out. Yeah. No reason to have 3D. That's um, thing. Will, Aaron Lowen, Will, what other Superman comics feel like Superman American Alien? Ooh. <sighs> See, that's a hard question because I didn't actually read American Alien. I heard Alien. a lot about American Alien, and I don't think any of them are going to feel like American Alien. Yeah, I, from what I understand, American Alien is very different from your traditional Superman story. Um, you might want to go for a Spider-Man book or something. Maybe, yeah. Um, if you like non-traditional Superman, you might want to give the Earth-1 series a try. They're very, They're very different. They're very modern and kind of dark but it's it does interesting stuff with the character um otherwise i would say 
check out the current Superman run by Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. That's the best Superman has been in like a decade. Gundam 20 says, Bob, I'm, well, he didn't say Bob at all. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the Pokemon Go Frappuccino tomorrow? I heard that Pokemon Go is going to have a sponsored event. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's screwing with us, <laughs> but that'd be cool if that was a sponsor. Yeah. Event. Uh, Live to Rock. Will, what, what is your creative te- dream team for your favorite comic book character? Um, one I think of a lot is Mark Wade doing Superman. Um, he hasn't really done anything with the characters since Rebirth. Um, so you get him and Chris Somney, who is his partner on Black Widow and uh, Daredevil. That would be an excellent, excellent Superman book. The problem is Mark Wade had a really bad falling out with DC, so I don't think we're going to get that anytime soon. Since launching earlier this year, Pokemon Go has already gotten people into stores, restaurants, and cafes to capture Pokemon and earn other perks without be having... Uh ads without having like a crossover thing um after discovering hints that pokemon go may someday offer perks in specific promotional promoted locations app data miners have long suspected that this was only the beginning their suspicious their suspicions were proven by a leak from starbucks employees on tuesday the leak confirms that the coffee chain will launch a pokemon go promotion across the united states starting thursday december 8th this was posted two days ago uh, yesterday, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The news posted on Reddit and reported by the Next Web, whatever website that is, came in the form of an internet inter- internal document describing the promotion, including Starbucks's upcoming limited time Pokemon themed beverage. What is just a blended Pikachu? Most, <laughs> but not all, Starbucks stores and cafes will become officially designated locations in Pokemon Go beginning this Thursday either as the game's loot-loaded Pokestops or its competitive gyms. According to the leaked internal documents, the update will also usher in new characters, though how many or which kinds is not specified. This may also mark the full launch of Go's Gen 2 patch, oh god, which could usher in as many as 100 new Pokemon characters. Get the hell out of here, (laughs) if rumors are to be to believe. But what is this freaking drink? Oh, the game in kind will alert players that they can all order the new Frappuccino Pokemon Go blended cream beverage, which appears to be a Frappuccino loaded with raspberry syrup. Ew. Nope. No, it's not nope. listed as raspberry syrup. Um, game players will not receive a discount on the beverage. That's dumb. No matter how many raspberries they have in their inventory. While customers who don't play the game will be allowed to order the drink if they want. Biggest bummer, in my opinion, this is some guy who wrote writes for Arts Technica. Uh, Starbucks staffers have been instructed not to create any signage inside or outdoors to let customers know about the promotion. Sorry, but the world would be a better place if Starbucks let its armies of bored art school college kids draw chalk, chalkemon <laughs> sipping on coffee drinks. This guy needs to shut up. Nah. Plus, come on, the pun opportunities, Venus. Venti sore, frappered Charmander. Shut up. Wow. I'm looking at a stupid face. God, just. The reason they don't want you to do that is because they're paying so much for this freaking promotion to be in Pokemon Go. Yeah. Why would they put it outside of Pokemon Go? Um. So, there's that. It's probably going to taste like garbage. 
Anybody else got any questions? Uh, I haven't played Pokemon Go in a million years. Yeah, me neither. Um, I was waiting for the watch update, but it, it never came. Probably <laughs> never going to play it again. I was thinking about playing it when they did the promotion to get double the candy or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, They just made it easy. They just had an update to make it easier to get the, rid of the candy. You don't have to yeah. do it individually. You could do a mass uh, grinding of all of your Pokemon to dust. <laughs> Oh, let's get out of here. All right. Everybody's just talking about dumb Pokemon. Everybody's talking about Mark Wade. And Mark Wade and Pikachino, Bulbachino, Pikachino. Again, two people said Pikachino. And Jason Ty says coffee tastes like garbage in general. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for chatting with us. Once, as always, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you haven't already, subscribe to this channel. Uh, leave your comments uh, afterwards, and we will answer them next week. If you prefer audio version, or if you know somebody who prefers the audio version, we are on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Subscribe to us there, and rate us five stars and leave a review, because it does help with placement. Yeah. Placement being... Um, where we are on the store or on the respective stores of those companies. Don't forget, you can talk to us by leaving a, a tweet at the hashtag WolfDenLive or you can just leave a comment on this episode on YouTube. Yep. And we will get to it in the next week's Wolf Den Live. So how about them apples? Thank you guys for hanging out. And Will's going to do a dance for you while I go over there and turn off the stream. I will not do a dance, but I will also give one more indie comic recommendation. It's called The Black Hood. It's from Dark Circle Comics. It's a very dark, very violent comic. And Dark Circle Comics is owned by Archie. Yeah. So, just a little fun fact for you. You dig a little deep, you will see the seedy underbelly of the happiest publisher in all of comics. So, The Black Hood. Bye!